Welcome to Baddies with Business. I'm your host, Maloran Hodge. Come with me on a journey as I talk with Black women about their aspirations, struggles, and learnings within business. Learn and grow as we talk about how being a baddie and business go hand in hand. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Baddies with Business. I'm so excited for you all to learn more about this incredible baddie who I had the pleasure of meeting last December at the Baddie Retreat. I also have some of her um, products that are sitting around me. So I'm just excited for you all to learn more about her story. So Ashley, tell the baddies and community a little bit more about yourself. First off, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be on. I am Ashley Day. I am the founder and creative director of online women's brand Graffiti Panda. Um, A little bit of background about me is that growing up, I always knew that I wanted to do something creative. Whenever I had like school projects, I always went farther than behind the project. If a project was like about pictures and research, I would make it colorful. I will do like (laughs) backgrounds and just extra stuff with it. So I knew I always wanted to do something creative. I just always wasn't sure what it would be. I didn't take my creativity seriously until when I discovered that I could actually draw in the 10th grade. My mom had this bear on the couch during Christmas time I got bored and I literally heard I promise you I heard the Holy Spirit tell me to draw it and I was like okay I ain't doing nothing else so let me just do that I got a sheet of paper and a pen and I literally just sketched it out and to my surprise it came out better than I expected I was like okay let me keep going with this so eventually my mom started taking out like what is it those comics out of the newspapers And I used to just freehand it. And I was just becoming like a self-taught artist. And during the time, I actually was watching a lot of Project Runway. And I was like, okay, let me start trying some fashion sketches. And that's how I got more interested into fashion. I took a sewing class during high school that I really enjoyed. And my mom actually got me like my first sewing machine in high school. It was a singer. And I sewed on that sewing machine until I couldn't sew on it no more. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm about to go into fashion. So sometime after high school, I actually enrolled in Merritt College and I graduated with a fashion degree in fashion merchandising and design. And I worked um, after college, I worked, even during college, I worked retail jobs and I just saved up. And even after college, I, I continued to just work, get experience and just save up money. And when I came, the day I came home from college after finishing, I literally told my mom, mom, I think I'm getting ready to start a business. And she was like, okay, cool, do that. And I literally had my college laptop in front of me and I started writing my business plan and didn't necessarily know what I was going to be, how it was going to go, but I had a prayer and a dream and I was like, that's all I needed. So, yeah. (laughs) Mm. I love your past. It started with this creative piece, always been creative. Mm -hmm. On projects, you said, I'm going to go above and beyond. I'm going to do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And then you had this moment where the Holy Spirit was like, draw that bear. You was like, all right, I'm going to draw this bear. And then that started to spark and bring things up. We have connections. So I took a sewing class in college, not in college, Mm -hmm. in high school. Uh I got my first sewing machine in high school as well. And so when you said that, I was like, yes, I was sewing all kinds. I was doing curtains. Right. (laughs) All kinds of stuff. I made the little uh, pouch uh-huh. pack, um, purses. I 
love that we have that connection, but also you just shared your journey with just drawing a bear. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it sparked your, your love and fashion. Yes. Um, and, yeah. And I didn't know it was looking back. I was like, wow, I didn't know how God was going to take that small moment and bring it to full circle to now. So I was like, wow. <laughs> what has been, if you think about your... <clears throat> creative journey so before we even get to graffiti paint like Mm -hmm. what has been something that you have made or created or reimagined in your journey that like brings you the most joy so of course a lot of people don't know this but when I went to Meredith College my background was actually clothing construction so I was making clothes long before Graffiti Panda or really sewing any bags that people actually know me for. So I was really sewing clothes. I was learning how to make shirts, skirts, pants, blazers, all of that. But I feel like my biggest joy, I don't know, I guess all of it, because it's just, it's always a journey. I always love having an idea and bringing it to life. I do feel like when I got more into my business, it was making bags because I had no experience making bags. I, I ain't never made a bag before. And I became a self-taught bag designer. And I literally just started looking at YouTube videos, just learning, okay, how do I go about making a bag? Started trying it out. And I just kept going from there and just took off. So I think that just learning something new and challenging myself was where it's like, okay, okay, I know I can do this. I know I can keep going. So that was like a pivotal moment. I think just that moment of this is something I'm interested in because it's a challenge. And that being that pivotal moment of I'm going to continue doing this. I'm going to explore. I'm going to lean into the challenge. I'm going to just dig deeper in that. So thank you so much for just sharing that. So I'm getting back to Graffiti Panda. Can you tell us more about where the idea came from, you shared a little bit, but just what was the catalyst? And also what are the products that you offer and what do you do? Okay. So growing up, I think I've always been interested into fashion, just that creativity of it, just the styles, just everything about it and just transforming your whole look. I do know that basically like most teenagers when they're young, I really struggled with like my self-esteem and my identity when I was younger. I just didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. I didn't feel like I saw a lot of dark-skinned women in media or in magazines. And I also struggled a lot with my weight. When I was younger, my mom really had a hard time shopping and finding me clothes that actually fit. And the more I got interested in and more involved into fashion, I just knew that I wanted to have a brand one day that really empowered women to be comfortable in their skin, no matter what they look like. Another thing is that I've always loved earrings. Growing up, I we didn't necessarily have a lot of money growing up. So we always had a lot of hand-me-downs. And I remember just being so like excited about going to like my mom's like little thrifted jewels and things like that. And I was like, oh, I love these earrings. I was used to take them and stuff or whatever. So <clears throat> I've always been interested in that. And the further I got into my business, I knew that I wanted to have a curated collection of unique accessories that you can find anywhere else. But the further I got into my business, I really focused on hypoallergenic accessories. My accessories are unique. They're colorful. They're bold. But they are also lead and nickel free. I get a lot of customers that be telling me like their horror stories about how a lot of earrings have burned them, have broken them out. So I'm really big on making sure on healthy, on 
ear health and making sure they're not only cute, but also you don't have to sacrifice your ear health for being cute and stylish wear your earrings. Another thing is that I knew that I wanted to expand my accessories and I knew that it was in the year two of my business, I was like, okay, I need to start really using my design degree and my sewing degree. And I was like, okay, how about I start expanding my accessories? And that was where the idea of like, okay, let me incorporate bags. Let me start making bags. That was like year two of my business. And like I said, I was looking at YouTube videos, trying out some ideas. And I started with clutch bags. I was like, okay, got that the hang of it and things like that. And then afterwards, I started expanding. I was like, okay, I've gotten clutch bags. I got that design bag down. So I was like, let me try some more things. I started doing makeup bags. Then I started doing tote bags. And then that love just started expanding even more with experiment with different fabrics um, from polyurethane fabrics that actually looks like leather. It was actually upholstery fabric, silk fabrics, African fabrics. And then just this recently last year, I actually expanded to customize shirts actually using my bag fabrics to actually start making graphic shirts and things like that. So it's definitely been a creative journey of just really figuring out things and just really staying true to my brand. But overall, my brand is all about providing women with quality pieces that they love, pieces that, you know, are going to make you feel beautiful. That And also a big thing is, is that on each of my earrings, I always have a quote that says, accessories do not make you, you make the accessories you are beautiful. Because at the end of the day, it's about how you define your beauty, is how you define your style, and just empowering women to feel beautiful in the products that I provide them with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I didn't know all of this. I'm <laughs> learning so much because there was a moment where we got to connect at the retreat and I mm-hmm. came to the table and I was like, Ashley, I want that, that. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, cool. But I didn't have a chance to like get to know a little bit more about you. So y'all, this is why this podcast is amazing. <laughs> uh, I'm not just to my own home, but too, but also you get to learn more about the baddies and their why and their love mm-hmm. behind it. And mm-hmm. so I appreciate how you talked about wanting to be in fashion. You're watching, I was about to say America's Next Top Model, but Rip the Runway. Which one? I watched that too. I watched, yeah, I, I watched all of that. Like I was, yeah, I was in there. I was in there hard. Yeah. Looking at all of that and just mesmerized by the fashions, the style, mm-hmm. even the photographer, like how they capture angles. I always used to study. I was like, okay. Cause I used to take those little tidbits. I was like, how am I use that for my future business one day? I'm going I'm to remember that. I remember that. So yeah. 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 So all of them during that era, mm-hmm. you're watching all of those and something you surface about your story that I hope those who are listening can connect with. So in my notebook, I wrote it down. <laughs> so something you talked about is one, not seeing yourself represented in the industry. And so mm-hmm. how you can bring that perspective, but also just let people know, hey, I'm here. I'm mm-hmm. in this industry as well. Even though mm-hmm. I may not be represented, here is an example. Mm-hmm. And you can see that through me. Mm-hmm. Another thing you mentioned is responding to the needs so thinking about ear health mm-hmm. so your earrings are dope y'all pause hey. so go check out the website <laughs> get some earrings so your earrings are dope and what I appreciate and something I noticed that you did at the retreat is there was an individual that was there who needed clip-ons mm-hmm. and you literally fixed it up so this person could get the clip-on and mm-hmm. so I just appreciate you thinking about all 
types of ears and the ear health and how you're thinking about hypoallergenic and all of that, because I don't know a lot of people who are doing earrings, but I know you. And so therefore, (laughs) the fact that you're like, I'm intentionally thinking about earring health and what I'm doing. So that's another thing. And so as I think about that with businesses, you think about the needs, something that you love and you want to do, and then you follow that need. That was the second thing. And then bring it home with in your thread is things that you love. And mm-hmm. so you love being creative. You drew the bear and then you explore this and then you got a you got a singer. You got, that's a really good sewing machine for your first one. You got a really good sewing machine. <laughs> and then you constantly came back to, this is something I'm love. How can I incorporate it? I need to use my degree. So are there any more tips that you would add based off of your journey that you would share with other baddies and folks in the community who are listening that might be helpful as they're navigating their journey, they have ideas, and just based off of your journey and your experience? I would definitely say go always go to something that you enjoy doing. I feel like everything that has came about in my business or what I've learned has naturally came full circle. I just feel like things really do come together naturally. I feel like whatever you're meant to do, it's going to happen naturally. It's going to happen organically. Things that you don't usually pay attention to that you really enjoy, pay attention to it because it's something there. It's something that you enjoy that can actually help the next person. That could be a business. That could be something that can help somebody else. I don't know. I just feel like you should just really figure out what it is that you really enjoy and how can you spread that to others, basically. If you think about some baddies that have been there Along the journey with you, you may know them, like they could be someone that you're watching. Who are some baddies that you want to shout out and give to in this moment? It's a lot. Like we could be here all day if I really named out a lot of baddies (laughs) because Lord, I will say this. God has really blessed me with a tribe that I did not realize that I had or even that I needed. Some people, some of these women, such as like Lizzie from All Natural Products by Lizzie, Melissa Hall of Hall's Group Insurance. Mel Shakela Davis, Above Art and Co., Sharita, the Mama Vader. I'm sorry if I name everybody, but I promise y'all, it's a lot. Like, we can literally be here all day. Also, um, Elena Gilbert of Mind, Body, and Sense Candles. Um, These women, these are some of the women that I have actually truly learned from look up to and are inspired by and also have definitely vented (laughs) about my business frustrations too and they've always gave me such wise wisdom and they just have inspired me to keep going when I see people that women that look like me it always inspires me man I know I'm going through whatever I may be going through in my business but if I see them elevating like that I know I can get through it yeah and I've also had so much support come from strangers and these women more than I've actually had from my own family. So that that speaks a lot as well. Shout out to all of the baddies that you name. If y'all are listening, thank you so much for supporting Ashley and also being that support system for Black women as we navigate these spaces. And you bring up another important thing about business is that those who are supporting you may not be your family and your friends, and that's okay. There'll be people that you have to find your network, you have to connect with. Now, if they are, that's fine. But know that within this field, within the industry that you're in, you may not have people that 
are going to support you that are families and friends. And that's okay. There may come a time when they come around, but just know that you'll have to find a network of supporters um, to be there. As Ashley mentioned that you can go and vent to, they'll support you every step of the way. So thank you for bringing that up, Ashley, just like highlighting that because too many times we think, we assume that family and friends are going to be the first supporters and sometimes they're further down the line and that's okay. (laughs) Yes, I definitely agree. So as a Black woman business owner, it's already hard to be an entrepreneur, but it's also even hard to be a a woman in business that's Black, that's African-American. But it's just, it's really hard because we don't always have that support system. We're supposed to be strong, super women. We're supposed to have it all together. And that is not always true. That is not, it's not true. We are human. And when it comes to family, I love my family. Of course, they're proud of me, but of course I don't get the support that I need because they don't necessarily understand they're not in my shoes. And that is okay. I am so blessed to have over the years in my business, it'll be five years this year in my business. And I see how God has really positioned me to be acquainted with people that I can connect with. I can lean on for understanding, for wisdom about business resources. So I'm so blessed in that. And I advise every woman, every entrepreneur, black woman, Definitely make sure you have a tribe because I promise you it is so beneficial. It is so worth having because when you are down and out, you, you're going to need some encouragement because at the end of the day, every day is not going to be a good day in business. It's just not. So when you're down the most, it's, you need that encouragement. You need a, a friend. You need somebody that is going to understand what you are going to going through. I love that. They'll be there to support, but they may be your initial customers and clients and that's okay. So yeah, thank you for naming that again. So if you think about Graffiti Panda or also just like you and your journey, where do you hope to be in the next two to three years and how can the community of baddies and friends support you from the day they hit play on this episode? Okay. So first off, two, three years. I have always heard that in order for your business to grow, you need to build a team. And I truly agree agree with that because it'll be five years this year since Graffiti Panda has been going in full swing. And I'll be honest, sometimes sis is tired. Sis is real tired. So (laughs) I can get tired sometimes. So my goal has always to have my own studio and headquarters for Graffiti Panda and hire other local creatives in and around my community to help me grow Graffiti Panda. I want to be able to provide jobs through marketing, product photography, social media, and a lot of other areas that it takes to upkeep my business. Because I definitely remember how hard it was in college to find internships and jobs that actually related to my major. I actually want to be one day a resource to provide internships to local college students that need that firsthand and real world work experience to actually allow them to be successful. And the way that your community can actually help me is shop my brand (laughs) because majority of every dollar I get that goes actually goes back into reinvesting into my business to afford expenses and supplies. Because listen, y'all, stuff is high. Stuff these days is high. It don't make no sense how high stuff is. Like it, it just really does. So other ways to support me is to really share my business to others in your network, write a review if you ever shopped with one of my products, share my posts on social media, tag a pic, tag me, give me feedback because I welcome all feedback. <laughs> I'm still learning as an entrepreneur every day. And also if you have an event or a project that you're working on, let's collaborate. I get so 
excited learning about and connecting with other boss women entrepreneurs. So hit me up, like for real. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's help Ashley get to this place and not two to three in a year, but let's see what that looks like. So I love that you are thinking about the studio. So we're going to put that out into the world, but also that you want to reinvest into the community. So hiring, thinking about internships. I love that. Shop the brand. So I'm going to give you a chance to just share your website and where people can find you on social media and also opportunities to collab. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I really want to collaborate with Ashley. I want to get Graffiti Panda into this event or whatever you're working on. You can hit her up and she's about to share where you can find her. Yes. So you can definitely connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at graffiti underscore panda. That is G-R-A-F-I-T-I underscore panda. And also on my website at www.graffitipanda.com. And of course, through monthly local pop-ups throughout North Carolina that I'm known for uh, attending all the time. So definitely, I would love to meet you online or definitely in person. Yeah. Awesome. Can you tell us where the name came from? If you didn't mention it. Remember how I mentioned that I drew the bear. I learned how to draw. Mm-hmm. The bear was actually like a um, black and white teddy bear, Christmas teddy bear that was sitting on my mom's um, couch. And then when I discovered that I could draw, I was literally becoming a self-taught sketch artist. And I started sketching, just doing a lot of graffiti work, getting very interested in it. So graffiti pan is just like an umbrella of <clears throat> being creative, being who you are. It's just expressing yourself how you feel that makes you happy, that empowers you, and you know, just being expressive through fashion. Ashley, as we come to a close on this episode, I do something called a baddie benediction. It is the closing words, if it's a poem. If it's a quote, if it's a song, whatever it is, but how do you want to um, close out the episode with your Betty Benediction? So when I first started my business, this is actually a Bible verse that happened to resonate with me a lot when I first started. And it is first Peter chapter four, um, verse 10. And it is each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And the reason why I love this verse, especially when I first started my business, because it just, it reminded me that you have to remember that you are uniquely and wonderfully made in God's and You do not have to change yourself or be like the trends of this world. God did not place you on this earth for self-gain. He placed you here to bring glory to his kingdom and to serve and help with the gifts that he has placed already inside you. So all you need to do is work the gifts that he has gave you. Um, it blessed you with and make sure that everything you do is purpose-filled. Thank you for listening to another episode of Baddies with Business. To support today's baddie, head on over to the description of this episode to find out more where you can follow them on social media, their website, and also support Baddies with Business. Thank you so much for continuing to support this community and myself. To learn more about Baddies with Business, you can check out my website at www.baddieswithbusiness.com or shoot me an email, baddieswithbusiness at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Be bad, be bold, be a baddie.